Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all Rugby League experience. Now, keep in mind, before we get this one started, this was recorded on the 24th of January. It's coming out on the 30th of January. So if anyone gets ruled out between the 24th and the 30th, I won't know about it yet. But we're going to be going through our predicted best possible lineups for the Maori All-Stars and the Indigenous All-Stars. We'll start with the Maori All-Stars. It's an, it's an exciting lineup. I'll tell you that for free. There's got a, they've got a lot of stars uh, that are eligible for this team. Over the past few years, we have seen lineups that you know are filled with guys that are looking for their opportunity in first grade that haven't really cracked first grade yet. Guys like Preston Ricky from the Panthers, some younger guys, Simpkins as well. Um, you know, we've seen a few younger guys get a crack in this Maori side, in the Indigenous side as well. We've seen some younger guys come in or guys who haven't really cracked first grade yet. I'd love to see a fully stacked, star-studded lineup for both teams because that's what gets the fans interested. Over the past few years, there's been less and less viewing of the Indigenous All-Stars game, of the Maori All-Stars game, particularly when talking to friends. They're not generally watching it because there's just not enough stars in both of these teams to make it interesting. You know, go back two or three years ago, they were star-studded lineups. Now clubs are pulling players out of these sides because they're afraid they'll get injuries before round one. You've got to let these sides be as stacked as they can possibly get because that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it interesting. If you want to keep this uh, initiative going over the next few years, it is something you've got to consider. You've got to get these lineups as star-studded as that can possibly be. Uh, and this is my prediction. If that does occur, the best possible lineups for the Maori All-Stars and the Indigenous All-Stars as well. Now, if I forget any players when I'm reading out these lineups, make sure to let me know in the comments section of the post when the post does come out on the 30th when this podcast comes out the post will come out on the same day uh, for both the indigenous and the Maori all-stars but let me know in the comment section of those posts if there is anyone that I've missed out on but to be honest I think I've done a pretty decent job on both of these lineups so let's get straight into it we'll start off with the Maori all-stars the fullback has to be Kalen Ponga for me uh, had a really good back end of the year uh, I wouldn't be as concerned with him getting injured now because he had he has had a good run you know, towards the back end of last year without injury. He's looked really, really good, fresh. It's as fit as he's ever looked as well. Uh, I've been really, I'm really excited about Callum Ponga going into this year. He is the fullback for me for this side. He's the best possible fullback for this side. Uh, obviously, other guys uh, that could be there is Chance, Nickel Clockstart. You could see Joseph Manu get a crack there as well. But Callum Ponga for me is the best possible option in that number one jersey. Uh, on the wings, we've got Dylan Moteni Zalez. And Jordan Rapiner. Jordan Rapiner, potentially his last year in the NRL. What way to go out then uh, getting one last crack in that Mary All Stars team? I think he deserves it. I think he'll be there as well, regardless uh, if, these if these sides are star studded or not. Uh, it's his last year. Why not give him a crack in this side? Jordan Rapiner, absolute freak, still playing some of his best footy at the moment. 
Uh, and Dallin Martinez, Lesniak, the same deal in career best form at the moment. A try scoring machine. He deserves to be there, and I think he will as well. Uh, going into the centres, I've got Chance, Nickel Clockstart, and Joseph Manu. Both of these guys could easily be in that fullback jersey, but Kalimpong is there, so they go into the centres. Chance, Nickel Clockstart, he's a guy that I think could play in the centres really well. We've seen him play in the centres really well over the past few years as well. Joseph Manu, not much to be said there. He's an absolute weapon as well, and he will be there in the best possible lineup. Uh, in the halves, we've had this halves pairing before, I believe, um, but we'll have to bring it back. I don't know if we actually have. I think it was Jerome Luai and Benji Marshall last time uh, before the lineups obviously got changed. Uh, I think it was Zach Docker Clay and Dylan Walker potentially, or uh, might have been someone else, but Jerome Luai and Jerome Hughes. Jerome Hughes, eligible for this lineup, and so is Jerome Luai. I think they both get a crack in this side. That is a pretty scary lineup as well um, going into this game. If I'm the Indigenous All-Stars, I would be shit scared going up against a halves pairing like this that can do just about anything with the football in their hands. Jerome Hughes, his kicking game has improved as well out of sight. Uh, him and Jerome Luai next to each other, it is going to be an absolute task to guard them uh, and defend them on the edges. Uh, James Fisher-Harris and Leo Thompson in the front row. Was really impressed with Leo Thompson this uh, last year. I think that this year is going to be a big year for him as well. Uh, he's in career best form at the moment. He's got a brother that's going to apparently come to the NRL as well, playing at the Crusaders, I believe, at the moment. Uh, but Leo Thompson, I am really high on him. I feel like he has the potential to go to that next level and be one of the better front rowers in the competition. James Fisher-Harris, already one of those guys, already one of the better front rowers in the competition. So James Fisher-Harris there with Leo Thompson. Uh, Jerry Marshall King is at nine. Uh, I think that he gets the starting spot in the number nine. Brandon Smith, you'll find out where he ends up in a little second. Uh, we've got Britton Nakora and Jordan Ricky in the back row. These guys have been there for the past few years. I think they're both there again in this team. Uh, Britton Nakora, again, a guy that's in career best form at the moment, uh, plays a lot tougher than what he looks. And I love that about Britton Nakora. It's something that I really enjoy watching out of him. Jordan Ricky, he is starting to get better and better um, as the years go on. I think that he is in for a big year as well at the Brisbane Broncos on that right edge. I think that he starts on the right side in this game as well. And then in the number 13, we've got Joseph Tarpanay, a guy that kills it in the 13. He kills it in the front row as well. His ball playing through the middle is first class. I'm really keen to see if he does end up in this team, but I think in the best possible lineup, he is 100% there. And look at that forward pack. James Fisher-Harris, Leo Thompson, Britton Nickera, Jordan Ricky and Joseph Tarpanay with Jeremy Marshall King at nine. I mean, it does not get much better than that. Uh, going on to the bench, I've got Brandon Smith playing a 14 role. He can come in in the forwards or in the number nine role. Uh, really versatile, and that's definitely come into my decision-making to put him on the bench. Uh, Dylan Walker as well. He can play pretty much anywhere from one all the way down to 13. Uh, that's why he is in this team, and he's in this team regardless. Uh, even if it isn't the most star-studded lineup, he's definitely going to be uh, somewhere in this team anyway. Jesse Arthurs, uh, a lot of people don't remember, but I think he played, I think, one or two years ago uh, in this team. Uh, he's definitely there for me again. He can come come on anywhere in the back line, including in that fullback role if they really need him to. Tuki Simpkins, I believe, is still on a development contract at the, at the um, Tigers, sorry. 
Um, so I think that if he's still in the NRL, he gets there for sure. Absolute weapon, big body coming through the middle, especially when you've already got a monster forward pack like this one. Having a guy like this coming off the bench, it, as I said, it does not get much better than that. Uh, Jackson Topine can come in in the front row or at 13, can also play a role on the edge. And if there's injury in the number nine role as well. So very versatile, can play anywhere in the forwards at Jackson Topine. And he seems to be there every single year. The fact that he isn't a regular first grader, it surprises me. Zach Docker Clay, uh, a guy that I think could make his Roosters debut this season in a utility role if Standard Smith doesn't work out or if there's injury anywhere in the spine. I think that he can come in and play that 14 role to a T. He's sort of doing something similar at the Bears at the moment where he's playing number 13 and then he moves into the hooker role later in the game. I think he could play that role at the Roosters uh, to a T if they give him an opportunity if there's injury somewhere in that squad. And then a guy that's always there every single year, Preston Ricky. And again, he's another guy that I'm really surprised hasn't had a crack in first grade. It's a very stacked Penrith side that he's in, but I reckon he will get his opportunity at some stage this coming season. I believe he's already made his debut once when they versed the Cowboys. I believe he was in that team. Uh, but, you know, I'd love to see him get more opportunities in first grade because he is a very talented footballer and I rate him highly. Uh, very strong looking side for the Maori All-Stars. Let's move on to the Indigenous side. Now, the best possible lineup for me, it has Reese Walsh at fullback. Reese Lightning in career best form himself, only getting better Reese Walsh. And obviously, if the errors come down a little bit, he could be just about anything. I really do rate Reese Walsh, and I think that he will have a big year in 2024. He's my fullback. Alex Johnston on the wing for me. Tri-scoring machine on that left-hand side. They've got a bit of a south combination on that left-hand side. We'll talk about that in a second. The other winger for me is Selwyn Cobbo. I think that he makes this side, and it's going to be a very dangerous team if both Alex Johnston and Selwyn Cobbo are in the lineup. Reese Walsh as well. Going to get some combinations down the right-hand side of the field. Uh, then in the centers, we've got combinations here on both sides just quietly. We've got Latrell Mitchell at left center with Alex Johnston. We've got Katoni Staggs on the right side with Selwyn Cobbo. I think both sides with combinations going down both edges, I think could be electric. Plus, you think about the combination between Reese Walsh and Latrell Mitchell, it almost makes you throth at the mouth and really want footy back. Moving on to the halves, Cody Walker and Nico Hines are the halves for me. Uh, really like this combination over the past few years for the Indigenous All-Stars. I think it continues. Uh, Cody Walker going into the last few years of his career as well. Um, but I think that he can just get better and better. I think it's going to be a big year for him and Latrell Mitchell this season. Plus, again, we talk about combinations in this game. Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell, Alex Johnston all going down the left-hand side. And Nico Hines has got Tony Staggs and Selwyn Cobbo going down the right. It is going to be very, very interesting. Uh, Josh Kerr and Jermaine Tamoa Brown in the front row. Uh, they've never really had much depth in the front row, the Indigenous All-Stars, but it's still a pretty damaging front row pairing for me, Josh Kerr and Jermaine Tamoa Brown. They are missing the Andrew Fafitas and the Ryan Jameses of the world, um, but I think they're doing just fine without them as well. Uh, Connor Watson, I think, gets the first crack at nine. I'd love to see him just get a run uh, to start the season. Yes, coming back from a pretty serious injury, so I would not be surprised if maybe he doesn't make this lineup, but if we're looking at the best possible team, Connor Watson's there and he's at nine for me. 
Uh, another guy that could go in the number nine role. Obviously, Ruben Cotter's played there quite a bit, but I feel like Ruben Cotter's moved out of that role now. It's been a few years since he's played hooker. I think that he's a 13, and that's why I've got him in this lineup in the number 13 jersey, not to give too much away. Um, and then going into the rest of the back row, we've got Dave Fafita on the left-hand side, which I just think adds to how crazy this left-hand side for the Indigenous All-Stars is going to be. And then Tyrone Peachy on the right. Now, he could also play a bit of hook so if Connor Watson maybe doesn't get in due to the Roosters pulling him back, uh, Tyrone Peachy is the next best guy for me to fit into that number nine role. I feel like he could play a very similar role at Penrith. I feel like he could be that number 14. A lot of people disagree, but I really do think that that's going to be his role going into the 2024 season. Happy to, re- happy to be wrong. Would not be surprised if it is a sunny Luke getting that 14 jersey, but I think Tyrone Peachy is definitely a sniff at getting that role. Uh, a lot of experience can play a number of positions for for you off the bench. If Mitch Kenny decides to play the full 80, he can come on in the middle, uh, Tyrone Peachy, or he could come on uh, pretty much just anywhere, to be honest, from one right down to 13. So uh, great guy to have in your squad, and I think he lines up on the back row on the right side, plus beautiful ball skills. It just adds to the danger on this right-hand side as well. We said Ruben Cotter's at 13. I feel like that's going to be his position moving forward. I feel like the Cowboys are going to slowly move him into that role. I think Tamalolo definitely moves into the front row uh, going into the next few years. I think it starts this year in 2024. Uh, I think that he will definitely move into the front row with Ruben Cotter moving into that 13 role. Uh, and then looking at the bench for the Indigenous All-Stars, Shakai Mitchell had a really solid year in New South Wales Cup and when he came in for NRL as well. Really solid year from him. Unlucky that they've got so much depth now through the middle that he maybe doesn't get a crack in the 17 to straight away for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Wouldn't be surprised if he is there though because he's a very talented footballer, Shakai Mitchell. Tyrell Sloan can play anywhere in the back line, including fullback. He's got to be there. Scott Drinkwater. A lot of people are going to complain and ask why he isn't in the starting side. I wouldn't put him at six and I definitely wouldn't have him over Reese Walsh. So then he's off the bench and he can pretty much come on anywhere and it's a pretty crazy second team that they'd be bringing on as well. You'd have Scott Drinkwater, Tyrell Sloan and Dane Laurie all coming in at the same time. Pretty crazy second team if you ask me. And Dane Laurie, he's the next guy that I've got on my bench. Um, I really do think that he could come on in the halves for uh, Cody Walker and play a really good role in that number six. Josh Curran, uh, you know, I think that he's an absolute battler. Was very surprised he didn't get too much time in first grade with the Warriors. Obviously, was unlucky with injury at part of the season, but he was also dropped to reserve grade for a few weeks there as well. Uh, He'll definitely be there, and I think it's going to be a big year for him and the Dogs. He'll probably be the starting 13 in that team. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood, he'll be definitely coming off the bench. He can play in the back row or at 13. And then Isaiah Tass, he can play in the back row too if he really wants to. Big body, can can play in the back row or at centre or even on the wing if they need to chuck him there late in the game. But that is my Indigenous All-Stars best 17 or best 21, uh, you should say as well. Very decent looking sides going into the All-Stars games. They're the best possible lineups we could get. And hopefully we do get the best possible lineups for the best possible game going into this Indigenous All-Stars bout. Well,